eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman here with Joe Shaz. He coming at you every week with the best Giants content out there. Make sure to rate, review, subscribe, share it, tell everybody about it, because this is the place to come and get your Giants content. The Giants did play baseball this week, uh, as they do every week during the season. They didn't just sign Logan Webb to a contract. They did play the Dodgers this week, and uh, it's a very up-and-down series. More downs than up. The Giants you know, were only able to take uh, one of these three games. And uh, this week, I think we saw the Dodgers kind of do their own little torch passing here, where once upon a time, Clayton Kershaw was the big bad that we always feared when the Dodgers came to town. But... He really wasn't the big bad this week. It was uh, it went to Julio Urias and uh, I don't even like saying this guy's name. Max Muncie uh, has become, I think, the new public enemy number one for Giants fans. Shask, just at this point, how do you even pitch to Max Muncie anymore? It's, it's, do you just try to walk him, or is there a a desire to you know what we want to try and beat him no matter how many no. times that we f- we fail at it? Stop pitching to this guy. I mean that's straight up. Like Scott Harrison, move aside. Nolan Arenado, call Paul Goldschmidt, the Harrison brothers, all move aside. Paul Aduka, move aside. All great Giants killers, move to the side. Michael Tucker. This is one of the worst Giants killers of all time. This guy has destroyed them, and they need to put one right in his back. I mean, like, straight up, stop pitching to this guy. And they need to keep bunting and forcing him to play defense at third base. Make this guy move. If he's going to play third base, keep bunting and force him to move. But I'm so sick of watching him. And the thing that frustrated me this week about the Giants-Dodgers series, it's not just the Max Muncy thing. They've gotten a lot worse, the Dodgers. They've lost... You know, Gavin Lux was supposed to replace Trey Turner. Trey Turner is one of the best players in baseball. I mean, as evidence of him starting for Team Mm -hmm. USA. And then they got Gavin Lux to replace him. I don't think Gavin Lux is a traditional shortstop. I think he's more of a second baseman. And then he's out for the year. That middle infield take a huge step back, and yet they still feel superior to the Giants. Their bullpen is suspect, yet they still feel superior to the Giants. Why? Because they've got two all-world players in Mookie Betts, And Freddie Freeman. And then this guy, James Outman, comes out of nowhere, the Sarah High School guy, and he's balling. And Max Muncy, frozen cold heading into the series. Now he's balling. 
it's very frustrating right now to be a Giants fan because you look up and they've won five of their last 23 or something like that against the Dodgers. It's like, brutal. Yeah. I they, mean, they, they were able to snap an eight game losing streak uh, on uh, Tuesday night. And I'm watching this game and I like, they cannot you know, that close was, the gap. They couldn't, you know, Alex Wood went four and two thirds inning that night. He was kind of looking a little bit wild in the fifth inning. Gabe Kapler came out to take him out. I'm trying to think to myself, it's like, do you let him work through it there? You know, he was a little wild. He threw 13 pitches in that fifth inning, and only five of them were in the strike zone. The ones that missed were all over the place. I know. And I'm thinking, it's like, are the Giants maybe putting a little bit more emphasis on trying to win that game Tuesday night just because they need to snap this home losing streak to the Dodgers? Uh, Jacob Junis came in. He got out of the jam. Gone to another gym the next inning. All right, don't let him work out of it. Let's have Scott Alexander come in. And then, of course, the bullpen was able to close things out. The Giants got the win. It was a really good win. You know, you, whenever you beat the Dodgers, great. When you end a home losing streak to the Dodgers, it's good because the Giants, they, the, Bonte said it on, uh, on the morning roast the other day, Giants got a Dodger problem. And because every time the Dodgers come to town, it, we become Dodger Stadium North. Unfortunately, it, it, it earns me to say this Wednesday night. Mookie Betts is stepping into the plate and I'm hearing Mookie chants. I know like throughout the ballpark. I just it, it's gotten but this. It's this really is, I think, fallen down for the Giants. It's 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 gotten to a very dark place and it's it's not great right now. Well, and I think this goes back to the Logan Webb conversation where you have to have your own that we can embrace. I mean, I like the Michael Conforto signing. Now he's hurt. We'll see how long he's out. But like, I like the Conforto signing. But you can't have a team of free agents or guys that are one and two year, you know, stop gaps and expect us to embrace those players if they're not all world. Mm -hmm. I think it's very, very difficult right now for Giants fans to embrace this team. Logan Webb and Camilo Duvall. That, that's really it that represents the quote-unquote new wave of Giants coming up through their system. You're seeing a little taste of Elliot Ramos. I hope he stays. You're seeing a little taste of Tyro Estrada. I hope he stays. You're seeing a little taste of Joey Bart. I hope he stays. But, like, it takes time for this team, for this fan base to embrace some of these guys. And, you know, it was great to see Darren Ruff get a big hit in his first time back, but I always question, like, okay, What's Darren Ruff really going to do to the bottom line of the team moving forward? Okay, maybe he helps you win a couple of games here and there. That's where I'm like, I'm ready to take the step back to take the big step forward. And it feels like to me, the front office is stuck in. There's a nobility in competing. It's like, no, like we have rejected you bringing cast offs in here and being an 84 win team. We will embrace you being a 71 win team. If it means we're seeing our own get come up through the system and play. Do you get where I'm going? No, I totally agree. And yeah, the whole nobility with competing thing. You know what? I would buy into the whole nobility and competing if they were actually competing. I mean, 2021 was great. We're never going to forget 2021. But the fact of the matter is the Giants cannot out talent teams. They really no. don't. You look at the Dodgers, even in their diminished talent state. I mean, the same that the Dodgers have diminished talent when they still got guys like Betts. They still got Freddie Freeman. That lineup. potential Hall of Famer looks like a stud. Yeah, there's still that the, the rotation, the bullpen for the Dodgers is still just as strong. They may not win 111 games this Agreed. year. But it's still a damn good team that the Agreed. Dodgers have. The Giants, they simply they can't out talent them. So you're seeing where they really have to out maneuver, out matchup, out platoon, out this, out that. Uh, I heard you know a statement the other day on one of the other radio stations here in the Bay Area, where the the the, the belief was that Farhan he's he's building his roster day by day to win that day's game. You know, and it was like that's what he does, and I like that. 
And I'm listening to that. It's like, no, I don't like that at all. I don't want to win games day by day. We need consistency. Winning games day by day, maybe that worked in 2019 and 2020, but in year five, the plan should not still be we're trying to piece wins together, especially you're trying to do it against teams as talented as the Dodgers and Padres. You can't be saying playoffs are the expectations and these are the moves that you're making. If you are being more competitive, then yes, there is nobility there. But when you're saying we're trying to be competitive, we're trying to compete for a playoff spot, but then you're you know getting humiliated on your home field by your arch rival, at some point it's just like, you know what? Take the step back. You talk about Darren Ruff. You know, the Giants brought him in because they're struggling against lefties. I think as a team, they're hitting a 193. Uh, the right-handed hitters are hitting somewhere in the low two teens, 214, somewhere around there. Darren Ruff, he's a guy who can help out with hitting against lefties. But here's the thing. Look at Casey Schmidt's numbers. Again, these are only in the minor leagues. Casey Schmidt hit 319 against lefties in the minor leagues last year. I mean, I get the I get bringing in Darren Ruff, but you have an internal option. Why not well, give Casey Schmidt a try right there? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But this is this goes back to, like, they're so risk-averse, and then they're worried about their own prospects failing and whatnot. You're hanging on to them in the minors for so long that by the time they come up, they're not officially prospects. I mean... Casey Schmidt's mm-hmm. 24 years old. And if he was, oh, it took three years to get through the system. He's a college player. College players are supposed to go through your system quicker. Like, I, they have this belief that X amount of bat bats in the minor league level is what you need to make the bigs and blah, blah, blah. Dog, you can either play or you can't. The yeah. bats in 2020 are not what's holding back Joey Bart, like him struggling a little in 2020 or conversely him taking a bunch of minor league at bats in 2021 clearly didn't help him become a better ball player for 2023. So like, I, I'm kind of sick of hearing about how the sausage is made. Show me the sausage. Cook it up and let's go. And I would much rather fail with a bunch of 22, 21, and 20-year-olds than a bunch of 31-year-olds and 33-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I, 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 Elliot Ramos, we're watching him right now. Was he that much better than Luis Gonzalez was last year? Really? Not really? really, no. Really? I mean, no, so it, it, I, yeah. that's where I'm going with this. Like, I'm frustrated. Like, I'm sick of, of seeing it. Like, right now, you've had four or five different catchers play catcher this year. Uh, Juan Perez out for the year. Well, thank God we played him in the first weekend of the year. Thank God you started him off. I would have rather seen our back at this point. Again, yeah. where are you going with a 33-year-old Perez? What, like, you're not competing for a championship. No. And that's, I think, their self-awareness is out the door. They do yeah. not realize you're not competing for championships. This should always be about we are trying to compete for championships. And if we're not, which I don't think they are, and I don't think they, I don't even think they believe that they are, then you should be developing for the future. And they're not doing either of those things. Yeah. And it does it. I want to say it kind of shows a lack of faith in their process, but the giants, they, they have, they are very committed to how they do things. And that is one of my biggest gripes with Farhan is that yeah, I agree with he doesn't that. try to break out of his, of his operating mode. And the, the problem is, I mean, they, 
They've had successes. Casey Schmidt is looking like a developmental success. Another developmental success they've had is David VR. You look at his numbers in like the minor leagues, and his numbers, they've gotten better at every yeah. level. Shasky, I'm glad he's playing every day, by the oh, way. But here, the, the, the development of David VR, just as an example, yeah. uh, in the, the A ball level, he was hitting 262 and is hitting a home run about one every 37 plate appearances. By the time he got up to AAA, he was able to bump that average up to 275, and he was homering once every 14 plate appearances. You're seeing him now at the big league level, and he looks like a big leaguer. I, I don't agree. know if he's all star of a Hall of Famer. That guy's a big I think leaguer. He's a starter. Trust your process. Let's, yeah. You know, trust your process. And at the same time, don't be afraid to break away from it as well. It's tough. It's I know that. I know that sounds contradictory to say that, but if the whole concept is to move forward, make you make a move like a Darren Ruff. Sure, Darren Ruff. He's not a bad giant. I, I'm not like angry or anything about him being back. I'm not thrilled about it, but it just it. It's well, a here, stall. Here. It's a stall out move. We're, we're running on a hamster wheel right here when we have a guy like Casey Schmidt. Just give him a shot. You gave well, David VR a shot last year, and it worked great. Let's try to get in with Casey Schmidt. Where are they going with Mike Yastrzemski? Like, wh- 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 where are we going? Like, be honest. Where Where are they going? Nowhere. That's, that's another nowhere. one. Yeah. Nowhere. Where are you're, you going? You're, you're hoping for I like, a bounce back at this point. I, and I like J.D. Davis. Where are you go? J.D. Davis and, and, and Darren Ruff are, like, basically the same guy. Pick one. Mm-hmm. Instead, you got two of them. Where are you going? Like, where are we really going, Wilmer Flores? Yeah. it it's It's a level of frustrating. It's just when you – when you see the, the the good moves that sometimes the Giants make, and then you you pair them with the bad moves, it's just the inconsistency. There's too much redundancy. Of, yeah, redundancy. That's a great word to There's say. Too much actually. redundancy. That's my biggest issue. Is everything is like redundant? Like Jock's a DH, doesn't really have a defensive position. Well, so does JD Davis. Well, one guy's a lefty and one guy's a righty. It's like, all right. Well, then why is Darren Ruff here? That's two of them. Then why is Wilmer Flores here? That's three of them. Like those guys are all the same guy to me, right? You know, mm-hmm. essentially limited positional versatility. I'm gonna DH and clog up first base. What? Huh? Like. Even Lamont Wade, stop telling me about his OBP. Lamont Wade is a fringe major leaguer. That's what he yeah. is. He's a fifth outfielder. He, he's he's defensively very poor at first base. Like, again, I'm not trying to hate. I'm just saying, like, where are we going with some of these guys? Nowhere. Yeah. But, I mean, it's the one positive I will try and take away from that is, again, with the Logan Webb signing. No, I agree with you. There are one Casey Schmidt gets here. They are slowly breaking away from that kind of stalled out situation they're in, but it just, it needs to happen a little bit quicker. And yeah. when you see a team like the Dodgers that Agreed. just, it's just so talented, how all that homegrown talent to the point where they're not sweating, losing guys like Trey Turner. It's you're, you're looking at that. It's like, ah, I want the giants to be like that. So mm. 